Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Lost Remote Podcast from the last place you look. I'm Brian, and I'm joined by Arthur and Zach. And today, we'll be talking about Scrooged. Scrooged is a uh, a new modern take on a very old tale of an old... Nah, he's not an old miser, but if you know the story, you know the story. It's just a different take. You got a, a rich man. He's a grump. He pretty much is... Uh, could be considered evil. He gets visited by an old friend who's suffering eternally and says, hey, man, you're going to get visited by three ghosts. And bada bing, you get the ghost of Christmas past, you get the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future. And by the end of it, he turns around and becomes a good man. But like I said, this one's got a different take. He's a television president of a network, I believe, and it's pretty good. It's a nice, hilarious movie. Guys, what do you think about Scrooged? It's, um, it, it's, it's my preferred way to watch uh, the Dickens tale, I believe. It's um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah I was uh, like most uh, a Bill Murray kid for sure. And uh, I mean, it's, terrifying at times it's funny it's just well put together it's a it's a great take on the tale a good modernization of oh it. yeah how about that intro oh i love the intro oh, i man. really want to see those those shows like i really want to see father loves beaver <laughs> yeah but i'm just uh i love I that see lead major save santa yeah this is one santa who's going out the front door <laughs> just... was the night the reindeer died yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so many and Bob Goulet's Cajun Christmas guys. I mean, come so on, many somebody movies, make this. <laughs> so many movies that just scream to you, "Don't mess with Santa." Just don't mess with Santa. Yeah. Yep. He is a badass. I. So real quick, since we already jumped into the Goulet Cajun Christmas and stuff like this. Yeah. I don't think it's going out on a limb to say that this movie takes place in the same universe as UHF the programming style of television and movies is very much on par with UHF I could see those being movies that were rerun on U62 not too much later disagree or agree I haven't seen UHF in such a long time. I don't know whether to agree or disagree. UHF was the home of such movies as Conan the Librarian and Gandhi 2, where this time he had returned as a wisecracking, steak-eating, machine-gun-toting badass. It just... I'm Even I think the announcer from the television network might be the same guy who introduced shows on U62. It was like this week on U62. And I was like this week on your Christmas stuff. It was like the same sound of it. Um, they came out within a year of each other. It just, they very much felt like they were created in the same think tank of TV show ideas. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a little disappointed in the both of you. I'm just saying. Well, no, 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 no. I, I could see it. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out how I could link, link this movie to Nightmare on Elm Street being in the same universe. <laughs> I, I'll have to do a little bit more research. I'll come back to you on that if it ever happens. I'll have to try real hard. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, sure, Arthur, they're in the same universe. <laughs> Thanks for that. Sir, it's, it's, I just saw it. <laughs> Great to have a, a patronizing moment. <laughs> Happy <laughs> holidays. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our Christmas episode where we just tear each other apart from the inside. <laughs> hey, do you have any uh, emotional weaknesses I could prey on real quick? I just, yeah. <laughs> it's getting weird right off the top. No, it yeah, sure is. The, yeah. the TV network, all I'm saying is their programming slate is interesting. But I would like to see uh, their programming for cats, which... Real quick, I forgot something on our previous episode. I want to say why I know for a fact Batman Returns is now my favorite Batman movie. 
because it ends with Batman holding a cat <laughs> and just tied it up. And on this movie where they're like, we need to figure out how to make TV programming for cats. cats. I was like, you know, that is a great idea. Maybe if uh, maybe if you could have your protagonist make a few quick motions to the left or to the right real quick or just dart around. What else did they say? Like, maybe you have Mice. a detective hold some string. Yeah, that's his gimmick. <laughs> his string. <laughs> so this, uh, you know, Preston, and I don't know his last name in the movie, the character, the Preston, the, I guess, the owner of the network. I don't know. He, yeah, uh, he foreshadowed. I mean, now they have uh, the dog TV. So, Oof. Oof. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wolf indeed. <laughs> I think, oh, but man. I mean, not to get too far off of the whole central thing of the framework of this being, <laughs> yeah, you know, the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Um, you know, our our guy going through the through the gauntlet. Uh, do we want to talk about the individual ghosts first? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, let's go. With okay, the let's go with the ghosts. favorite ghosts. Uh, I've got to say, I'm going to say it. My favorite ghost was uh, past. Love the yeah, minus, cab driver. Yeah. Minus present. Present's pretty I, good too. I love how she beats the crap out of him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. Um, and he's going to Holland. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same lady hey, from uh, Princess Bride, yeah. Yeah, yes. the wife of yeah. uh, Miracle Max. Miracle yeah. Max, yeah. I can't think of her name, but yeah. yeah. Um, I do. You know, when I remember watching as a kid. Future, the demons in his ribcage or whatever always stood oh, out. Oh, man. The gimmick of the video screens for his face, face yeah. as a cold, yes. dark future for a TV executive who doesn't learn to love and things like that is a really apt uh, visual and far creepier now, I think, even than it was as a kid. Like the, wow. the, the creatures inside the stomach were the thing that stood out, but this time... The cold TV face was the scarier thing to me. I thought. Yeah, like wow. or yes. when you see his, I guess his actual face for the only time when he's coming through the monitors, that was a great shot. Yeah, great mm -hmm. effect. That was I, awesome. I th I think presence probably my my favorite as well, but they did a really good job uh, making three distinct characters there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Any movie that has Bobcat in it. I think it's a winner. <laughs> I'm I a fan. Um, so my question with this is, who do you feel worse for through the movie? Like, I feel like Frank's kind of a, a douche, so I don't really feel bad for him going through these problems, especially after you see the, the past stuff. But Bobcat Goldwaite's uh, Elliot Loudermilk, I just feel terrible for him the whole time. He he gets fired for just raising a concern mm -hmm. a about valid a terrible trailer. <laughs> Very. <laughs> a trailer Man. that wound up killing a woman because it's so scary put a disclaimer in front of it if you have a heart condition you have to leave the room <laughs> oh man it yeah they it... definitely i it's some all right so it's one of those things there's movies like this where you wonder how could the love interest ever see anything in this person uh because she was much better than him even when yeah. they, when he like calls well, her for help how she had the patience to put up with him and I, this thought that he could even be redeemed, which it wound up he could, but man, they make her put up with some, some, some stuff. Well, I mean, you know, past lets us know a lot about him. Obviously the ghost of Christmas past, like he, when he didn't have big time responsibilities at the station, he was okay. He had, he had more free time. He, he obviously would work harder to get more, you know, more noticed around the office so he could get, do the latter thing. But the more successful he became, the bigger a jerk he became. Sure. So yeah. she ran into him when he was what? Delivering mail? Yeah, he was, yeah. The, he was the mail guy. I think he was supposed to be like 19 or 20 in that part when they first meet. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, and when his ambition takes over, he is, you know, doesn't care about anybody. And the, and the perfect name example. Of the dog? What was the name of the dog that he was in the show? Uh, Frisbee? Frisbee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it's like, a bone! That, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, like, 
Christmas Pass made a very valid point. You left you left Claire for a dog. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. And so the the first part when I I think you really see uh, maybe it's not the first time you really see it, but when he's talking to his brother, and he talks about how uh, his brother asks him, you know what what it's like to kick people on the way up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you get to kick them on the way down too. You know, that's kind of when you see that his ambition controls everything in his life. And he just wants power. Yeah. And that's what it is. She like Karen Allen's so good in this movie. Like yeah. I just have a hard time believing our Arthur and I did discuss prior to the show that uh she plays a really awesome girlfriend in this in this movie. Like the best, really. Best you could hope for, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of her humanitarian whatnot. It's like the scene where they're in that small apartment and they just open a gift uh, for Christmas Eve. That was that was like that was good good stuff. It's like, yep. Yeah. Whoa, so whoa, whoa. she had the good humor to bark like a dog when talked about the Kama Sutra thing. Yeah, whenever he said that that this one the place on a woman where you touch her and she barks like a dog. Like a dog yeah. I also like that he got her Ginsu knives before they came out. <laughs> was that before the release of a Ginsu? Yeah, like, because uh, it's supposed to be, I believe, in 69. Is that right? Whenever that scene was, 68, 69, the Ginsu knives didn't come out to the mid-70s. Well, Who's the better time? Mid-70s. I don't remember what year that was. The first stop they made is when they met. No, the first stop they made was 55. 55. 55, and he's four. And the second stop is in uh, 68 or 69. And that was when they met. Yeah, and then this was a year later. So I think the second stop is 68, and this one's in 69. But you can also tell that he didn't really – his. I mean, and you see it from the first stop they make with his mom that his – he didn't really get things from his parents. His dad installed the work ethic in him. And Niagara so Falls, to, Frankie. Yeah, Niagara, Niagara Falls. But you have to work for everything you get. Yeah. Nobody's going to ever, you don't be humanitarian. Just screw everybody else. Just work for yourself. I like you how he brushed that off. I like how he brushed that off to the ghost because the ghost was like, see, I told you. He's like, I was touched by a gift. Yeah, you know, that, <laughs> that, that value <laughs> of $40 or $50. <laughs> Which which one's a better Tiny Tim? The kid that can't talk or Mary Lou Retton? Oh, the kid who can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Calvin Cooley. That was his name? Calvin yeah, Cooley. Calvin Cooley. Man, that 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 arc is is oh. very well executed. Yeah. Uh, I uh a lot of movies hit a little different this year while we're all just kinda hanging out and I definitely had a little bit of an emotional like, oh man. Well, yeah, uh, it, it all came it, together. Yeah, it hits well. I, I teared up a bit. It, oh, yeah. Was... I, lo- I love that they're doing uh, Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol while, he, you know, the Scrooged aspect's happening to him. Oh, so you yeah. definitely see the, you know, there's the Tiny Tim in the, the play, which is Merrily Retton, and then there's Calvin Cooley, who is the Tiny Tim in his world. Yeah, this and... play has more nipple than I was used to in the old <laughs> classic. The <laughs> can you see nipple discussion is so funny. That's funny. I can't see that. You can hardly even see him. And these guys are really looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How about the uh, so when the uh, the uh, the sensor gets knocked out by the <laughs> lamppost, did you notice who the nurse was? Uh, no, it is Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> Yeah, I just noticed it. Show, uh, so I did not notice that one. Yeah. I did notice he seemed to rip her head off to uh, see that there was no see, visible look, he, nipple from that distance. Nipple. Show me a nipple. <laughs> you can't see it. That was, uh, can, I, there's, can I move her head? I would like, like to see. No. <laughs> I want to see the, uh, you know, the Lee Major Save Santa. I also do want to see the full production, live production of the Christmas Carol to see how it turned out. With Mary Lou Retton doing one of these things when she learns how to walk again or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, we talked about the ghost of Christmas past. Let's talk about uh, the first visit, the visit from his uh, former boss. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that is just amazing. And I like how when he shoots him, the, the, you know, shoots at him six times and there's hits him five and then hits his glass the last time when he actually takes the drink of the, the Bacardi. Do you notice that there's only five bullet holes, like five leaking spots? I thought that was so freaking cool that they nice. actually paid attention to the continuity of it. Yeah. Cause I think I most just... stuff would have missed it and they would just put as many holes coming out as possible. Well, after the visit, can we talk about the golf ball and the drink? Nice touch. <laughs> yeah, and I there's... Bet that tasted terrible. Yeah, I would have flipped out if I'd have had that golf ball in my mouth after it came out of that dude's head. <laughs> I also like the himself. I don't I don't mind uh I don't mind the the gunshots, but leave the liquor out of this or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's a great Go uh, easy on the Bacardi, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I love the humanitarian award he gets and he just leaves it in the back of the cab. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give. Oh man. Yeah. So, and here's oh. something I didn't know if you guys noticed. So what when he's first he is in the movie, when him and his brother are first walking down the street, and there's the street band. Did y'all catch who any of the performers are? No. Ooh. So one of them is the love interest of Robin Sparkles and Paul Schaefer. He's one of the street performers. Really? Yes. Did you say Robin Sparkles as well. Well, no, no, no. The love interest of Robin Sparkles. Oh, Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Schaefer. You know, P.S. I love you. I thought you said Paul, Robin Sparkles and Paul Schaefer. No, I, I just noticed Paul Schaefer. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Had to rewind it, check it, make sure I was right. But yeah, Paul Schaefer. Yeah, I mean, he was hanging around New York all the time, I'm sure. Just walking yeah. around. Um, <laughs> this movie has just so many great cameos and so many great, like, bit actors in it that if you just pay attention they're they're all over the place so yeah after he gets thrown under the bus for the broadcasting station does uh john glover then go and open his building in downtown new york to host some gremlins or what i hope so yeah, yeah. he's he called he's, you a butt <laughs> john glover's a treat man yes yeah, he, he played Let's... that role so well just i'm not here to to take your job no no promise swear Swear up and down. I'm not here to replace you. No, 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 no. Comfort, comfort. He just kept touching his shoulder in that one scene. Yep. Oh my god. And then when he he jumps on the in the in the play at the end, he's he's like he's finished. Yeah, like, he was so, so happy. happy. <laughs> yep. yep. That poor that poor censor. She got beat up by everything. And <laughs> oh, she got hers in the end. Yeah, she got to make out with John Glover. Yeah, it's true. What what bigger prize is there? <laughs> I ask you. Not a lottery ticket. Not the not the winning numbers from Lost, but just making out with John Glover, the voice of the Riddler. You know, you know you want to. So another thing I like about this is, uh, did y'all notice in the control center had the uh, free South Africa poster? <laughs> I noticed it in. Uh... That always makes me think of Lethal Weapon. Yes, it does. That's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. This is Lethal Weapon 2. But, and so this came out the year before Lethal Weapon 2, actually. So I was like, man, it. well, it's a time. Uh, they just played off of I imagine at the time. Yeah. I wasn't certainly paying attention to. I was four when this came out. So I know the apartheid was a bad deal. So <laughs> we know that. But it's one of those things that you for, like, I forget about a little bit. You know, so it was like an interesting poster. So I want to call this out. Both of those are directed by Richard Donner. Yes. So was he keeping oh, that yeah. as a message in his movies? Was that done know. on purpose? Oh, yeah, God. I'm sure it was. I mean, like it, it was great. In, in, it was great in this in Lethal Weapon too. Uh, you know, in this I would call it just you know, yeah, like a, a small bit of activism, like not very noticeable so almost pointless but you know in lethal weapon 2 it was great i love yeah, that this, scene in lethal weapon. and this is just a quick pan over the poster in lethal weapon 2 it's a free south africa you dumb son of a bitch you dumb son of a bitch <laughs> okay 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 we're going off topic okay. whatever you want leo gets you get it <laughs> okay <laughs> all right anyway so back to Scrooge. <laughs> Let's talk about the score, Brian. Anything that this uh, evokes? Yeah, I mentioned last episode. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this uh, for the longest time because, uh, you know, I was a kid when this movie came out and hadn't seen it that many times since. But every time it was a treat. 
But since I watched it immediately after watching Batman Returns, I noticed immediately in the beginning of the movie uh, a similarity in tone of the choir singing and and the just the, to- the 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 tune and the tone and I was like wait a minute and just before uh the show we looked it up and I was like oh yep turns out Danny Elfman yeah, did this Elfman for this too Christmas mode for yeah he sure. does he does great yeah but he definitely likes that oh yeah yeah, I mean, it was dead on. Like, I had just rolled the credits on Batman Returns, and then I started Scrooge, and I was like, "Did I? Is this the right movie? Is somebody putting a baby in a river? No. Am I high? Yeah. Fever dream. All, all of the above. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> so, and that it was interesting all, then to think about the timeline that this was what, what did before you say it, four years before Returns? Before, it, it was before the first Batman, even. Yeah, that's yes. true too. Because I always Batman. remember, I always remember the year Batman came out. Because I didn't want to go see it when I was a kid. Because Ghostbusters 2 was out at the same time. But I got dragged to it anyway and couldn't have been happier for it. That was a big hype movie. Yep. But uh, it was... It definitely... Elfman's tune was beneficial to the movie. It's not in there as much as it is in a Tim Burton movie. But in the moments that it, it shines... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sets the scene very well. Coming up, especially. You don't notice it as much uh, elsewhere. What's up? Yeah, you got um, a smile on your face. I have an idea for what we're calling our next week episode um, that I'll, I'll, I'll announce it at the end. Okay. To go okay. off of okay. Zach's idea. Okay. Um, okay. I, it just kind of hit me. Oh. Oh. Ah, yes, yes. I see. I see. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, what are, what is, uh, would you be, do you think if you had worked at this television station or if you had some kind of relationship there, would you be getting a towel or a VCR towel from him? Yeah. (sighs) I mean, the dude gives his own assistant a towel that does everything for him. Um, it depends. Uh, if I were to relay my own life, because I am, I've, I've worked, I've worked in media before. I, and, uh, I think, uh, in the last few years I would have gotten a VCR, but many, many years before that, it would have been towels all the way. I think I would have been fired and he would have watched me leave from the, from the, from the telescope. God. I like, I like we go from the other week like the pervy binoculars to see what the neighbors are doing to now a telescope to watch somebody get fired Elliot um, Loudermilk leaving early today four minutes yeah. and 40 seconds new record <laughs> and I like how there's a code for it yeah, yeah. Like that what is it that nine? He just, oh, yeah nine code nine he just gets pissed off and fires people yeah and, and everybody knows have any of that um, yeah I, I don't think I'd make it to my towel. I do want to point out, uh, Brian and I used to work at a local news station, and my favorite TV station Christmas story, and really just work in general, I never really got Christmas bonuses or anything. One time I went to work, and there was a little bit of a buzz there, and it's like, yeah, what's going on? It's like, dude, look in our mailboxes. We got a Christmas gift. And it's like, whoa, that's cool. And pull it out, and it says, $50 gift certificate to the Beef Jerky Emporium. Oh, man. And I was like, that's awesome. Because it like, is. Beef Jerky Emporium has like ostrich and venison and all sorts of different jerkies that do cost some money. And at least with 50 free bucks, I could try something. And one of the uh, one of the cameramen there was talking about, like, I can't wait to take my kid and we're going to go try these out. And I look at it and I go, there's an asterisk on this. And I start to read it and it says... Not valid on beef jerky products, only to be used for Amazon oh. steaks products. So this place also was like an Amazon, uh, not Amazon steaks, uh, <laughs> Omaha steaks. It was a distributor for Omaha steaks. And so like the only thing it was valid on was the stuff you couldn't buy a whole thing for 50 bucks. So like 
it was probably some like exchange for ad time and it was the stuff they had the higher margin on um so it was just like it was so perfect to go along with this movie one of those like (laughs) it's a gift but oh yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a bad towel yeah, it was. Yeah, I got the bath towel. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that this uh, and I don't this place I used to work at for one year. We used to always get uh, like Christmas bonuses and stuff like that. So one year they didn't do Christmas bonuses. They gave everybody uh, and they'd give out free hams and you know around Christmas and free turkeys around Thanksgiving. Nice. So this one year they decided they're not giving out bonuses. They're not giving out the hams and the turkeys, but to give everybody something to keep uh, the employees happy, they gave everybody. A fifteen dollar gift certificate to get a turkey, and you <laughs> could not buy a turkey <laughs> with your fifteen dollars. Sure. Like, yeah, so you had fifteen bucks. You know, every turkey was like twenty five, twenty twenty five bucks, whatever it was. So I, you couldn't even buy a turkey with what you get. They gave you. I do think this movie could open us up to talking about Brian. Do you have some other Christmas gifts to call? Because I definitely have one. Uh, no, but I do have something. I want I want everybody to know it's not all bad. You know, with the when when you work at a TV station, I always looked forward to when a new Chick Fil A was opening, because <laughs> Chick Fil A would come by and they would just dump, I don't even like countless sandwiches and just inf- almost near infinite chicken nuggets on us. <laughs> near infinite. <laughs> oh, they were huge! It was huge. I was like, why are they giving us? Oh, just you know, so you know, everyone knows that there's a Chick Fil A opening. It's like, oh, okay, thanks for the 50 chicken sandwiches. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank oh, God, I don't, have to buy lo- I don't have to buy dinner for the rest of the week. <laughs> That's kind of what happened, because at the end of the night, you know, no one's out. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a few of these home. Yeah. Yep. I, the only other one to call it was not a, a TV working one, but I, I remember one time, this place, one we had gotten a, one year, we got $5 to Brahms in this little, like, $1. Ooh, $5 is a Sunday. Yeah, the next year, we got one of those movie tickets to AMC where it's not movies in the first two weeks. One ticket. Not not two. Not a, hey, maybe <laughs> yeah. you and someone can go to the movies. Only the lonely. One. And, like, I... You know, the be thankful what you have, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just like, I think it ties in with the movie thing of the, yeah, they he was giving out presents, but they weren't thought out and they weren't very substantial. Oh, the VCR would be expensive, that, but he wasn't that, passing. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in one more thing. I know we're off topic, but uh, I want to say one more thing that made, uh, I was finally able to make Arthur minorly jealous, uh, because he'd always run into wrestlers and stuff and, hang out and occasionally we've all done that together but i got to have a smoke and a good long talk with the jim ross at the uh at the at the fox 25 news station and he was doing like a barbecue thing in the morning and i came and hang i just hung out with him and we chit chatted that was a good time business picked up it sure did because i still haven't met him well my buddy from england when he was flying home one time (laughs) Would saw him at the Oklahoma City airport and had a chat with him, like so. I, <laughs> I, I had a chat with him and he wasn't going anywhere. He was just hanging out and he and I just uh-huh. had a smoke and talk, dude. I've been, I went to his restaurant multiple times where he would sit and watch wrestling and chat with people while it was on, and I would miss him by like twenty minutes, you know. Yeah, he, he even asked, he's like, "You want some? You want some ribs?" I was like, "Well, I mean, if it's okay." He's like, "What's my ribs? My ribs?" I was like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> so, so the best thing about this is. Um, we went and watched uh, Raw one year in Oklahoma City, and Arthur took Jim Ross barbecue sauce for Jim <laughs> Ross to side. And, of course, obligatory, uh, obligatory when they're in Oklahoma City, Jim Ross gets fired or beaten up. So he gets yeah. fired and escorted out this show. And so Arthur could not even get JR to sign his barbecue sauce because he, he was escorted out early in the show. But Phil Brooks signed Arthur's barbecue sauce. get it signed by CM Punk. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he looked at it. He goes, he he was like walking around, sighted some stuff, and I held out the barbecue sauce and a sharpie. And he looks at it. He goes, he had the, the very inquisitive look on his face, and they popped his shoulders up and was like, "Why not?" <laughs> he just started cracking up laughing. It was it was a great experience. Yeah, it is a fan. It goes I right see. up there. And now we're really off topic. Yeah. But I also have a minor league baseball 
signed by Kane. <laughs> we were going to Mania 26 in, uh, in Phoenix. And my plan was to, because I knew we had a meet and greet, but it, we didn't know who it was with yet. And so I was bringing my Blu-ray of Mania 25. And I also took it out of the suitcase to watch the Taker Michaels match before I left for the airport and left it in the, in the player. So I get to the thing and I'm like, how, oh, what do I have for them to sign? I'll bring a baseball. <laughs> Through so hellfire and brimstone. It's a baseball. <laughs> so he looked at it. He looks at me. He's like, uh, do you have a pen? I don't think Sharpies do well in these. I don't sign many baseballs. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's a mayor. Yeah. So that has and a lot to do with screws. Just before we get back on topic, I want everyone to know that Stacy Keebler is tall. Yes. Yes, she was. Yes. Holy crap, yep. She, she was, was very tall. Uh so what else uh, talking about screwed? <laughs> There's so much background stuff. The creature design's really cool. There's a lot of good special yes. effects. Like all the practical models. Like it felt like a Burton movie because there was little models and cameras floating into them at the beginning. And yeah. It just it, it was a really interesting flow through I'm watching Batman Returns to go into that. Yeah, it was. Uh I feel like I mean, you say it felt like a Burton movie. No, it felt like a Donner movie to me. I mean it, it... I know I'm Richard sorry. Donner directed it, but some of the camera work and stuff like that yeah. that was done, like the models, the way they use the models, how dark it got, stuff like that. I... Yeah, I get that, but uh, I like the uh, confusion of the homeless people at Operation Outreach or whatever it was called that yeah. thought he was Dick Burton. I thought that was great. Uh, criminal mom from Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. yeah. Miss Fratelli. Or... Yeah. The Fatellis, yeah. Fatellis, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But then I also... Uh, <laughs> oh! And I like how he becomes a dick when he's trying to get uh, his girlfriend, or, um, you know, he's trying to get her to stay with him, and she has to make it work. He's like, these girls can do it. They're big girls. <laughs> They're big girls. Yeah, he, he really he really cranked it up pretty quick, being in, turning into dick mode. He was being... Yep. He was doing so well ish you know for him he was doing well <laughs> and then it just it just kept cranking up and cranking up he mm -hmm. he got real like i want to i want claire to come with me i'm having an issue i can't wait on a phone call he couldn't wait he it, it's obvious he didn't have to wait for much at that point yeah that he was in control of almost everything in his life yeah. he only yeah. had to wait on preston yeah so quote wise uh, there was one line that was extremely, extremely, extremely <laughs> relevant um, when he woke, when he like came out of one of the ghost encounters and was in the sewers or it was kind of like the end of one. And he goes, where are we? Trump Tower? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's, he mentions how it's like crap down there. And he's where are we? Trump Tower. I thought that yeah. was hilarious. Too. <laughs> this is 88. So. Uh, yeah. Right. Eighty-eight. I believe so. Um, I don't know. Any anything else to kind of call out here? I don't. I don't know. There's just it's individual fun. things. What stood out from the ghost encounters for you guys? Yeah. Since you two both said, you know, Christmas present was your favorite. I mean, hit it because you know we haven't even touched on all the other ghosts yet, like their scenes. Okay, so the reason why Christmas presents my favorite is I like the way she fights him, and then she's she's just really yeah. abusive to him, and well, at least she, she explains why. Yeah, <laughs> and then I also uh, so that's why she's my favorite. But going on to, uh, I like the Christmas past, and I I feel bad like again for Elliot Loudermilk that he's just trying to get drunk and he can't because something always happens to his liquor bottle, oh. like the one taxi splashes it and it falls out the bottom of the bag, and then the ghost. <laughs> Uh, Christmas past grabs a liquor bottle as he's driving by. <laughs> Poor guy, but I I like him. I mean, I think David Johnson did a great job. Or sorry, David Johansson did a great job of uh, being Ghost Christmas Past. I like presents. Uh, the instances of I like how she could go from a very jovial person, and then when they went to the family's home. 
talk about the kid. You know, and there's the sad moments of like, hey, by the way, this is stuff you didn't know about your employee who pretty much waits on you hand and foot. You know, the husband was murdered, killed. The word is killed. I assume a murder or maybe just a car accident. Good Lord. Yeah, something. But the kid, basically the kid witnessed it and now he hasn't spoken. You know, and, and, this, and you know, she calls him out on not ever giving her her due financially. You know, and then tortures him for it. You know, mm-hmm. that was that was nice because for the most of that she was very jovial and wacky, and then she gets real serious and somber. It's nice that she has enough authority to call him out. Yeah, yeah, and I also like that. Uh, what's his name? Um, Herman. After he passes away, you know, and then he, you see him at the end. The ghost. He's up there with her. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> The movie's been out for 32 yes. years. You hush. You hush. Yeah, yeah. yeah that no, but I, 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 I like that, too. Yeah, this, folks, this movie is sprinkled with laughs and then pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad stuff. But that's Christmas Carol for you. I mean, you got to get through to this guy to wake him up, and laughing all the time isn't going to do it. Yep. So the question... I always think about with something like the Christmas Carol and with this is why would this character be worthy of some kind of special redemption? I think because, I have an answer. Okay. I'll let you do your okay. thing. I was going to okay. kind of loop to it, but go so, ahead. So the ghost of Christmas past, did anyone catch the name of the guy, the, the name that he drops when he's talking about Niagara Falls, when somebody saw his mother? Attila the Hun. Was it Attila the Hun? This treatment is specifically targeted towards men who can make change on a level. That was what I was about to bring up. Is it because their sphere of influence would be enough that if they change, then you can change? And everybody could change. (laughs) We're the Rocky Horror effect. Uh, Yeah. I didn't like that. That that was where my head was going with. Why would such? Why would this person be worthy of this treatment? I suppose that would be a sweet treat for the movie. Is this is telling you? Well, I, I, that I, that wasn't me saving a sweet treat. That was me realizing that's probably the sweet treat. Mm-hmm. Is that they they tell you that this in in like one line, this treatment is reserved for people who can make a real difference. Sure. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, because not like if it did it for everybody, everybody would have stories of the three ghosts. Because yeah. there are regular people who are just totally shitty somewhere, yep, yep. but they don't get a ghost visit, as far as I'm aware. But it, but he does inform you that Attila the Hun saw his mother in in, in Niagara Falls, Frank. Niagara Falls. <laughs> so there, there's my answer to that particular question. Good. Okay, that's kind of where my head was going with it. Yeah, it's probably the right oh. direction. That's an assumption. Think, I, I don't know the, the greater powers of the universe plan. So, what did y'all think of the very, very end? That was great. It was a very moving moment, the entire speech, and then the end. I cried. Yeah. And the singing. And everything. When the little it. kid, when the little kid it, drops the God bless us, everyone. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so good. He sees it at home. Oh. And the mom reaction. Oh, that was oh. great. Yeah, I but, thought that was the perfect way to end this movie. Yeah, it, it it's different, folks, than the original telling. This is a different, uh, this is a message. And this was probably the whole point of the entire movie from the ghost's perspective was for Frank to have this moment and share it with the world because everybody was watching. Yeah, and I, I love how the uh, the one dude kicks the cat. <laughs> yeah, the he one was that very p- upset. Pitch- but he turns around real quick. Yeah. He, and he was like, this is great. Not only is this great television, but I feel great now. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was funny because it's the same guy that uh, suggests programming for pets. And then he turns around, he kicks his cat because he's <laughs> <Yeah>. so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I just found the Japanese poster for this movie, and I'll definitely put it on the Twitter when we post this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> so, um, one thing I know about this movie, and I'm pretty sure almost everybody does, but it has actually four Murrays in it. Yep. And do you know the four? 
just uh, Ryan Doyle. Yes. Quit IMDBing it. That's cheating. No, I just Brian Doyle Murray. I know him. Yeah. Yep. What other ones? What part was? It's that one so, guy. Oh, go ahead. His brother is actually one of his brothers. Um, I, I think his name is John. His name's Jimmy in this, but I believe his name quit is John. IMDBing it now. You're IMDBing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Hypocrisy. Yeah. Hypocrisy runs deep. No, I'm looking Zach, for the fourth get brother of the character's name. <laughs> I don't remember his name. The... Yeah. It's fine. Oh, man. Move no, on the... To the okay, next. Joel. Joel's the last one. Joel Joel Murray's the last one. I couldn't remember his name. I don't even remember the question now. Okay, so I asked you what the four brothers. <laughs> like, no, you can name the four brothers. And I couldn't remember Joel Murray's name. I know what he's been in, and my favorite movie of his is uh, Better Off Dead with John Cusack. But I just couldn't remember his first name was Joel. Hypocrisy is just burning. So, mm -hmm. and I like. Driving. I would like you to be visited by three spirits tonight. Yeah, one will. will be before being able to look up stuff on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've exhausted our conversation here. Uh, do we want to talk pairings for the movie? Well, yeah, sure. I'll start with my pairing. Um, obviously, wait, 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 no. I want to talk a little bit more about Christmas Future. Okay. Um, the scene where he uh, sees the casket and he immediately assumes it's his brother only because he sees the, the chick there that was his... Uh, Sister-in-law? Yeah, sister-in-law. Like, when he realized it was him and then got a, a little bit more, maybe, I don't know if he was less or more concerned. He was just like, oh, no, now I'm dead. Why are you showing me this? What can I do about this? I wonder, mm -hmm. I'm kind of wondering why, even in the original telling, I, I think the reason is everyone is to be shown that um, that uh sorry sorry <laughs> i just got a text message <laughs> um is to be shown um the uh the fact that there's only two people there right does everyone yeah, agree it's the loneliness it's like, yeah it's you're like you're gonna die that's not why why i'm showing mm -hmm. you this no one's gonna care yeah i think that moment they kind of that might be the 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 part of the movie that kind of falls short for me is no, it's still a little bit of his own. That's the weird part is they, they should have kept it to where, Oh no, only two people give a crap that you're dead, you know, and you're lucky that even the sister-in-law is crying. Yeah. Know? I think the sister-in-law is only crying because the brother's crying. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's still lucky, you know, and then it shows the future of the, the kid who can't talk. That was pretty damn sad. That was heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes together again at the end of the movie. But at the end of the movie, it's different take. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, now the pairing, I guess, if no one else has got anything. Okay. So I was wrong. It's uh, One Crazy Summer, Not Better Off Dead, that Joel Murray's in. Good. Good. I still like that. the movie. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Very yeah. I was just like, this is wrong. So, okay. Anyway, I'd pair this yeah. movie with Goonies. <laughs> I like Richard Donner movies, so. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess, do you guys want me to get away with the fact that I paired this up with last episodes, or do you want me to do a new one? Because I do. Are you going to do a new pairing? I could. It's just the order you watch it in. Would you like me to do a new pairing or no? Yeah, yeah do a new pairing. Okay. I would, I'd actually watch, um, oof. I'd watch the the Muppets Crystal uh, Christmas Carol. Yep. Then this the Scrooged back to back. It's a good call. I like yeah. It. You know they're the same movie but totally different tunes, like just tones. You know, just like oh. But I always I would have I always have a soft spot for Muppet versions of movies. Muppet Treasure Island's amazing. Oh god. <laughs> Strong call. Zach, what about you? 
Um, <laughs> I, I'd still pair it with the Goonies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's always like, what does it trigger? You know, as far as like, do I want to see that? The, at, you know, one of the characters the again. Or... <laughs> um, kind of drawn a blank, but I think I'd do the Brian thing of like seeing another version of the Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. There's so many, um, and I have a hard time deciding between there's like a Patrick Stewart one we have at the house that my parents or the uh go with one of my mom's favorites the Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol I think I might go Magoo <laughs> and just Christmas it up a little bit and enjoy the spirits visiting multiple times <laughs> Wait, I bet you didn't see that coming did you <laughs> when you said Patrick Stewart <laughs> I heard in my head Patrick Swayze. And I was like, is he talking about Ghost? <laughs> why, why does it just keep being the girlfriend of Christmas current, you know, or whatever, present? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Uh, to me, this is a little bit of a hard one to rank, but let's give it a shot. All right. Um, uh, a lot of times I let you guys go first. I'm just going to take a glance. Go first. Yeah. My top three, I've got Batman Returns, Fright Night, Return to Oz. I, this one's a weird one to me because I love every bit of it, but a lot mm-hmm. of times I just kind of have it on and tune out a little bit. But I think I would watch it over Return to Oz at least. I think a lot of times like the scene chewing yeah. of Fright Night I enjoy. Not going to be Batman Returns by any means. No. Batman it's better. Batman Returns, Scrooge, Fright Night. Nice. Go ahead, Zach. Ah, uh, what's my list again? It's Evil Dead, Fright Night, and same as third? it was last week, and Poltergeist. Okay, so I'm gonna actually put this as my top movie. I am a mark for Bill Murray. Um, I really enjoy everything he does, so. Big shift, Let's go number one. Nice. Ryan. Uh, I believe mine is uh, Batman, Batman Returns. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Return to Oz. Well, I'm afraid this one beats out Return to Oz, so it's on my top three. Dude, how good would Batman Returns to Oz be? Forever <laughs> with Robin. <laughs> well, he. He definitely would have brought a, a chicken egg because he's always prepared. I think I bought my Batman chicken eggs. Uh, so Batman Returns, Poltergeist, Scrooged? Yep. So that's a first, a second, and a third versus two number ones. Which I think, so, did we discuss like the points on uh, one? Is it so, six, so, four, it's five, three, two, or five, three, one? Or? Probably five, three, one if you did five, it that three, way. One. Right, so Batman Returns would have 10. ten to nine. <laughs> Razor thin. Batman Returns stays triumphant. Um, in that sense, Scrooge is just a great movie. Um, even though I don't know how much into it we got tonight. <laughs> uh, I, it's it's a tough one with a classic tale. I mean, we could just go over again. Like, there's a lot of spots. You could great just, creature design. I mean, yeah. like great special effects. Great. There, there you was, know, we talked about that. Right? Yeah, it's okay. it's one we just want you to see again. Which... Yeah, yeah. I think I think if you haven't seen it, I imagine there are a lot of people alive right now who haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, it's why this... I it's why I bought it a couple of years ago on Amazon. I wanted my parents to see it. Yeah, I think a lot of people have seen it because it is like a, the AMC Christmas, you know, rerun. They play this a lot. But everybody's watching Christmas Story on loop. Oh, or uh, Vegas or <laughs> Christmas Empire. Vacation. Christmas Vacation, whatever. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, I, I could understand how that's a mix up because I'd be watching Vegas Vacation at Christmas time. That one's a good one, too. It is the. Yeah, I love Vegas Vacation. Did you hear that? <laughs> he was about to say it's the best. Uh, I think it is. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vegas Vacation. Sweet tweet for the episode. Arthur thought it was the best. <laughs> it's it's got a lot that i love um are, are there anything else you guys want to call out um i've got our announcement for the next episode to do but 
you guys have anything else that's no man I'm seasonal good. or uh-uh. so <clears throat> when we were talking offline one of the things we wanted to do was talk about like a putting together the quintessential christmas viewing movie list uh of movies that would fall into our our realm here and uh, zach had a neat idea of doing a draft and basically we're going to hammer out a few of the details but each of us is going to have to pick from the pot of available movies and build our three holiday movie screening and then we'll kind of rank them up against each other um through this episode, I came up with the name of the competition. Oh, dear. It'll be the Show Us 3 Memorial <laughs> Christmas screening. <laughs> Since our theater we talked about that we all grew up with turned into the Show Us 4, I want to do the Show Us 3 Memorial. Since it's a, we're filling our triplex with Christmas, Christmas necessities. And who has the best movie theater is how I see it. Yes. What do you guys think? Perfect. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I just started giggling early on. Yeah, I was wondering. We're just like, <laughs> what's going on over there? I don't know. So, yeah, we'll Great. have some details about it, but basically, we're going to tell you what our thoughts are on movies you can't miss during the Christmas holiday and trying to build the best between us. Uh, evening marathon i guess um we're filling up our imaginary movie theater um yeah doesn't so exist anymore another movies. caveat is we can't select the same movies so draft. everybody will have different draft yeah yeah i know the draft i know what a draft is wow so everybody will have something different we'll have uh and we'll have some different categories that we have uh i guess punched out that we will everybody will have to follow and then and that it'll be available for the dozens of you out there to enjoy. Yay! Dozens of us. And dozens. Dozens. So, uh, I'm excited about that. I think it'll be fun um, going into Christmas. Because uh, we all have those things that we'll just turn on and have on in the background. Or that we'll make sure we're watching, you know, intently. Or... You know, things on Christmas Day that are on maybe on loop or things like that. So it's always good to talk through those. Um, yes. Zach, anything else from you? Uh, no, man. I'm just looking forward to the draft next week. And uh, like Show Us 3, your theaters are going under. Uh, wow. I'm sorry. Like Vista, your theaters are going under. And like Show Us 3, mine will split into four. <laughs> just go full bummer mode uh right. ryan you ready to take us home i suppose i could even though the entire movie's a psa <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that's just a trick i think that it's a it's a it's a moral to the story movie you know uh what what am i going to tell people don't be a jerk no, no 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 that's the point of the movie is try not to be a jerk if, if, if there was one thing i could say not to do is don't ditch a good person who's going to be there for you just for a little bit of a career boost even though technically she's going to benefit from it now but hey whatever but uh yeah folks just the movie itself is the psa yeah it's the holidays be in the mood of holiday spirit you know have a merry christmas basically 